In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 99th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Last week we asked, will the Falcons show up against the Cardinals on Sunday? Well, they showed up and they showed out. Beating the Cardinals 40-14. to They uh, gave up a touchdown, then ripped off 40 consecutive points and cruised to victory over the 3-11 Cardinals. The, the victory snapped the Falcons' five-game losing streak. Also elevated their record to 5-9 and nine on the season. But they were eliminated from the playoffs and can start planning for next year. They're the first uh, playoff team from last year to be eliminated in the NFC. So today here we're going to hear from Matt Ryan, running back Tevin Coleman, defensive end linebacker Bruce Irving, head coach Dan Quinn. We'll talk about Thomas Dimitrov and Matt Ryan's accomplishment. Then we'll give you a preview of the playoff picture for the NFC. We got to get ready for that since they're coming to Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. And uh, we're going to just uh, another list I wanted to bring to your attention here, too, uh, about Brian Poole. So we'll wrap up with that. But let's go ahead and get going here with the quarterback, Matt Ryan, discussing the victory and being eliminated from the playoffs. Like after uh, this win to end the five-game losing streak. Yes, um, you know, a fun locker room to go in uh, into after that game. I thought we played well in all three phases. Uh, defense played outstanding, creating turnovers and, um, you know, I'm not sure how many sacks we had, but we had a bunch of sacks as well. So uh, it was fun. You know, obviously we work hard uh, and put in all this work to win games, and um, it feels good when you accomplish that. How was it for you to see the uh, Russian attack break loose for you today? Yeah, it was impressive um, the way we ran the football today. I think, you know, when you go against an aggressive defense um, like Arizona's, uh, if you can hold up in the front seven uh, and put your backs in space on, on their secondary, you have some opportunities for for explosive uh, run plays and uh, our backs and offensive line and wide receivers did a great job of, of um, you know creating those lanes against some tough looks but when you get those looks you get big big chunks and, and we were able to do that today. Matt Julio uh, mentioned that you said a couple plays by you know moving outside the pocket there tell us a little bit more about that on those, those big plays. Yeah, um, you know, it's part of it. We talk about, um, you know, sometimes coverage uh, takes away what you want to do initially if you can create a second type of play, uh, extend plays and get outside the pocket and uh, make some things happen. Those are huge. And uh, we were able to do that. I thought we did a nice job right before the half of of, uh, creating a couple plays outside the pocket that were, uh, you know, critical for us to move the ball right down the field. Kind of, um, you know, you all get this big win today, but then officially get eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, 
All right, bittersweet day uh, for you guys. How, how do you feel this day, uh, you know, knowing that, that that's a fact that goes along with the win today? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, you make your bed throughout the year, you know, and, and um, today was was a good day for us as a team, um, you know, but obviously not playing in the postseason is uh, is disappointing, but we'll enjoy the win today um, and, and try and win these next two. Matt, was that uh, the first time your kids got to see you play live, and what was that like for you? Uh, that was the first time they've come to a game, yeah, for sure, and um, it was very cool uh, to, to see them beforehand, so... Um, just a fun experience for myself and my family prior to the game. Now, once again, uh, your legs played a big, important part of the game. Win today, uh, picked up a couple of key first downs and another touchdown for you. Um, do you see that now becoming more of the attack where you kind of doing maybe the quarterback needs to pick up those key third downs? Yeah, we've done a nice job with that uh, at different points throughout the year um, of using some tempo, getting those, those first downs when it's a really short yardage uh, situation or, you know, inside the one down in the goal line. I think Sark has, has uh, utilized that part of our offense really well. There's Matt Ryan discussing uh, the, the, the Matt Ryan boys attending their first game, uh, being eliminated from the playoffs, the uh, upbeat locker room. You don't really want Matt Ryan running the ball more. The team has failed in getting it together a power running attack. We saw Muhammad Sanu pick up one again in the, the Wildcat. But, uh, you know, traditionally you get a fullback and you pound that ball in from the one. They'll need to get the quarterback hurt there but some people like the quarterback running around here in Atlanta and we've seen Baltimore switching to to that but uh traditionally NFL quarterbacks uh don't need to be running the ball so but we'll move on and when they are running the ball that means something real bad has happened like nobody got blocked and so forth but Tevin Coleman 11 carries 145 yards of career year finally got some blocking and showed what he can do on the 65 yard run he went 20.41 miles per hour the fastest in the league before the Sunday night game under the next gen stats and then he busted loose on that 43 yard run that scamper uh again they um he went 20.29 miles per hour on that run so Ryan said hey against this uh Cardinals defense you can get some big runs if you seal off the insides and hit the perimeter and that's certainly what the Falcons did a couple times they also had a, he had another big run called back by stupid Stupid penalty by Russell Gage of blocking the back. Uh, he would have had an even bigger day. But here's Tevin. He doesn't talk much, uh, uh, but he was pretty excited here after this game. Yeah, it was just a lot of energy out there. The guys came out with energy. I came out with energy. They talk about the running game just because, I mean, you all have not run the ball great this year, but today you really were able to. What was the difference? Um, you know, again, it's just, it's just the energy. You know what I'm saying? Guys came out there ready to play, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it was just a 
was on their focus, they was on their game, and they made big moves for me. So. Well, how important is it down the stretch? I mean, even though there's really nothing in the postseason to play for, to win and, and to play your best down the stretch. It's, de- it's definitely big, you know what I'm saying? We, we haven't been doing too well, so I mean, just to get our confidence back with running the ball, passing the ball, and things like that, and blocking, so it was real big for us. When you Kevin, what there broke for you on the 65 yarder? What what broke for you on a 65-yarder around the uh, right end? Um, you know what I'm saying? We was working that play in practice, and it looked just like it did in practice. So, I mean, uh, it was a real good play, real good block by Mo. So. When you talk about the level of energy, uh, what do you think went into their getting more energy today? Um, just focus and just, um, you know what I'm saying? Coaches talk about fighting focus. And uh, that's what we had in our brain. That's what we had in our mind to go out there and fight. When did you know you had a career day? Um, I didn't know until the DQ told me. <laughs> so, so yes, uh, I'm a humble guy. It's really amazing to to, to feel that. So, when DQ tell you that? Um, right after the game. <laughs> so, like, you get a game ball or something for that? Um, hopefully. <laughs> I didn't pick up none of my game ball, so I need to talk to Kenny about that. Uh, last question, guys. Thanks, Tevin. Thanks, so, Tevin Colvin's looking for his game ball. For the career, uh, high 145 yards rushing. Bruce Irving was signed uh, right before the team went into the tailspin. They were 4-4, four and four, adding a pass rusher. Looked like it was going to help uh, spark up the defense and carry him to Deion Jones got back. Didn't quite work that way. Got off to a slow start. The last two weeks, he's been coming on and... Uh, you know, the uh, coach Dan Quinn said he's been moving him, mixing him back to his linebacker spot. And, you know, what he played in Seattle some. So he had a, a good game yesterday, 1.5 sacks. He had a sack up in Green Bay. So uh, there's a sign that somebody else is coming off of the pass rush for the Falcons. I got two clips from Bruce, one with the group, and then one uh, one-on-one uh, audio clip with myself. So... I'll have a little brief pause or interruption. I'll talk you through that uh, after the one clip, and then we'll go right to the second one. Then come back later for uh, Dan Quinn. Each and every day, we so it says a lot about our character, a lot about our fight, and our desire to continue to want to get better. And uh, I think we did a great job of doing that today. Would you say Vic has played these last few weeks? Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley yeah. I think he's playing, playing, playing pretty solid. Uh, you know, he had uh, the, the breakup today that got Debo to pick six, and uh, then he had a sack. I think he's uh, been consistent. He's, since I've been here, he's been playing pretty consistent, so he's, yeah, he's got to continue to do that. What's it mean for you, man, to get this win? More importantly, be home for the holidays. Feels great. You know, my son was here, my family was here, so uh, you know we needed that. Uh, you know, I can sleep. I can sleep at night now. So. Bruce, are you thinking about anything, anything at all about next season or no, think about man, I'm thinking about next week? That's it. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. All right, thanks, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce uh, Irving. Not thinking we signed a one-year contract, so next season is an issue. Uh, They'll have to be creative to get him done, but I think that could happen. Uh, after the group, um, I went to him, so let me go to his audio that we had together, uh, just talking about the game and him fitting into the team. I'm sorry, that was means. Here, let's go get this one queued up for you. 
Little Bruce Irvin after the game yesterday. Yeah, how was it to get the get the pass rush going today for you? Nah, it was good, man. You know, we've been we've been trying to really get on that the last couple of weeks, so it's really good to be able to go out there. You know, everybody contributing, everybody uh, you know get a say. And uh, coach said last week you went to some good little linebacker, some of those mm-hmm. stuff y'all were doing in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you getting a little bit more comfortable as you get, you know, very comfortable. Very comfortable. Uh, I love being here. Um, you know, I'm just. DQ just, you know, gave me a chance to go back, you know, being a backer. So, you know, it's working out for us really good. You just got to continue to keep building off of it and get strong each and every week. How hard was it for you to, you know, come into a new situation and kind of, you know, try to ease your way in and uh, fit in as they were going through some tough times? I mean, it was a great locker room, you know, uh, you know so it wasn't it wasn't hard at all. You know, we got a great D-line room, um, you know, so that depth sent to me and, um, and uh, guys really try to hit me catch up and uh, they did a great job of really really having my back Falcons defensive end linebacker Bruce Irving talking about how he's fitting in he's happy here uh, you know, certainly uh, he's making plays. That's somebody you want to try to keep on the team. Uh, you know, the whole plan this offseason will be, hey, the players that played, keep them around. The guys that didn't play, uh, you know, move on. And there's going to be a couple guys uh, that have been around here a while that probably won't be back next year. So here's Coach Dan Quinn after the victory. Uh, I was real proud to see that from them tonight. Uh, I'll recognize two men tonight before uh, I'll turn it over to some questions. So Matt Ryan and TD, the sixth quarterback GM in NFL history to win 100 games together. And if I could toast you, I'd say here's to 100 more. All right, so good job, buddy. So glad to open up to you guys uh, with questions um, about the game. Coach, do you feel the um, tip and pick six by uh, Vic and uh, Dion jumpstarted the uh, effort here? You. Yeah, that certainly was a contributing factor. We didn't start off uh, the game like we want on either side of the ball. So I think uh, offensively came down, we had a punt. Defensively uh, had a big play that uh, ended up scoring on after a long third down conversion. So I like the resiliency of the group coming back after that. And uh, I thought that was definitely the the thing that kind of sparked it for the defense. Uh, We knew uh, the turnover margin was going to be the factor. We had talked about it uh, so often to see that come to light tonight was important. And the play of the line today, they were able to open some holes for the run game. I think you had a season high, 215 yards rushing. Yeah, I thought uh, Tevin, you know, his ability to get on the edge was going to be an important factor in this game where we could find some space to circle the defense. Uh, they've got an aggressive group, uh, safeties, linebackers, the way we play. So we knew we'd have to try to get the ball outside in the perimeter. Uh, and then I thought Edo provided some tough yards inside as well. And the uh, pass rush, uh, season high seven sacks today. Were you pleased with uh, the effort there? And- how they harassed the rookie quarterback, Josh Rosen. And that was kind of, we've been on, when you have those opportunities to, you know, play as a pass-first uh, defense, uh, you get more opportunities to go after it. And so, uh, yeah, I was pleased to see that today. But I thought more than anything, uh, this felt uh, much closer to the version of ball we'd like to play, the turnover margin, the speed that we could play with, uh, and the ability to run the ball and convert. So we had some good stops on third down. So all of those things, I thought, contributed, uh, you know, to make sure our style came through. That was important to show that today. There's Dan Quinn. After the game, he made a, a short tribute to Falcons general manager Matt 
Uh, Thomas Dimitrov and quarterback Matt Ryan, it was their 100th win together. The clapping was not from the media, I repeat. It was from, uh, you know, in our media room, they're uh, friends of uh, the owners and uh, uh, some boosters of uh, Arthur Blank and the ownership group, and, and they were clapping uh, to after that statement. That was not the media clapping. We don't clap for uh, the people we cover. We're trying to be objective. Just wanted to point that out. So Thomas Dimitrov and Matt Ryan, 100 wins, the sixth GM and quarterback to do that. Uh, Bill Belichick and Brady hit the list at 205. Mickey Loomis and Drew Brees at 153. The Steelers have two groups in here just to show you how uh, stability is sustained over time. They've done it better than anybody. Steelers with Kevin Colbert and Big Ben. 142, and then their other group is uh, the fifth place group, uh, Steelers, Dick Haley and Terry Bradshaw, 104. The uh, fourth place group is the Colts, Bill Polian, Hall of Famer, and Peyton Manning. Of that group, we'll probably be seeing certainly uh, Belichick, Brady, Breeze in the Hall of Fame. Big Ben, Colbert, I don't know. Uh, Polian's in, Peyton's in, uh, Dick Haley, and well, Bradshaw's in, and then, hey, we'll see what happens with uh, Matt Ryan and Thomas Dimitrov. Now, they were eliminated from the playoffs. Man, uh, they look good and good at 4-4. Four and four. Looked like they were going to scramble back into this thing. But the offensive line just uh, kind of went downhill at the same time. And the defense wasn't able to, you know, carry the team. They knew that with all the injuries they had. The offense uh, filled this team this year, in my estimation. The injuries were uh, insurmountable. Packers eliminated group grew. It was two teams and four more teams were eliminated on Sunday. Packers five eight and one. Falcons five and nine. Bucks five and nine. Lions five and nine. Forty Niners four and ten. Cardinals three and eleven. On the list, the only team that went to the playoffs last year were the Falcons. So they're the first. Playoff team to, to be eliminated from 2017, and they were Super Bowl contenders at one point. Now, the division leaders in the NFC, Saints, Rams, Bears, and Cowboys. The uh, most interesting race is the NFC East, where the uh, the, the Falcons went 2-2 two and two against those guys. Lost to the Cowboys and the Eagles. Beat the Giants and the Redskins. The wildcard teams, if it was over today, Seattle and Minnesota. Now going down the stretch here, uh, the Eagles are still in the hunt. The Redskins are still in the hunt with Josh Johnson, the fourth-string quarterback winning. Played for Jim Harbaugh down at San Diego. He's been bouncing around the league. I think he's been about nine or ten different teams. They came up with a win yesterday against Jacksonville. The Panthers 6-7, and seven, and they have a big game tonight against the New Orleans Saints at 8-15. Uh, the Saints are want to keep clicking. Uh, they have the um, 
Top seed to play for. The Rams losing last night uh, gives them a cushion. They can take command here with a win and, and two games to go. If they can go to 12-2 and two and put a game lead up on the Rams and a two-game lead on the on the Bears. And, man, the NFC race could be rolling through New Orleans. The NFC South, they'll have to represent for sure maybe the – Maybe the Panthers can get in there and get right. They haven't looked uh, very good here of late. You know, Cam's got to get some touch on some of his passes, but there's speculation that his shoulder's um, not 100%. But just wanted to point attention to one of the uh, grittiest players on the team, Brian Poole. Uh, he's going to be a tough out if they do try to move Casey to, to Nickelback next year. But Brian came the sixth player and only cornerback in the NFL this season to record an interception, fumble recovery in a single game. Uh, the others are, it's called a sack, sack, interception, fumble recovery. And he did all that yesterday against the, uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. Khalil Mack did it on, uh, September the 9th. Harrison Smith from Minnesota. Of course, Khalil Mack. With the Chicago Bears, Matt Milano, Buffalo linebacker, did it. Uh, Samson Ikubon, we saw that game. That was a crazy game. Los Angeles Ram linebacker, and then Bobby Wagner did it on December the twelfth. The Seafine Seattle linebacker. Pooh's interception led to Julio Jones's twenty-one-yard uh, touchdown uh, right before the half. Uh, making it 20 of the 26 points in the first half off turnover. So the Falcons have been preaching turnovers and were able to come up with some against the Cardinals. Uh, man, they've fallen fast too. Just, uh, you know, injuries and you take away the first line, it's just so hard finding linemen. And I hope that, uh, you know, the folks in Arizona know that the general manager who, you know, is former exec of the year has got to retool that thing. And I hope that uh, they are patient with Coach Steve Wilkes and his regime as they try to put things back together, uh, you know, in the front office and get him some players because we know he can coach from his days here in the NFC South. So with that, we're going to close out with the 99th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. They'll be getting ready to go up to Charlotte to play the Carolina Panthers on Sunday at 1 p.m. Take care and have a great rest of the week. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.